And cheers. 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 Whoa, whoa. Now that, that sounded um, rather non-ringing because um, <laughs> we have a, a full stone here. So um, I'm Kana. I'm Amby, and we're joined today by... Uh, the General. The, the General. The General. I'm just going to shorten it to the General. <laughs> sounds sounds more intimidating. So um, this is one of our, this is our first three-way face-to-face interviews. Discussion. Yes. Discussion, yeah. Yep. Um, and, and this is diplomacygames.com, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're drinking at the Isle Lane, um, I would say, bar? Yeah, it's kind of bar kitchenette. Yeah, yeah it's quite a nice spot. It's sitting outside of the um, post office, um, court, the post courtyard. Part of the post office square, yeah. Post office square, yep. Um, and I'm drinking a ballistic beer. I knew that would be the one you would choose just because of the, um, what do they call it on the taps? Like the, the design? The, the design, the, the, yeah. Dave the Dead. It's a Dave the I thought it was like a, just a... And it's a, it's, it's a Mexican uh, drop and it's got uh, it's cinnamony and there's a bit of spice in it. Yeah, so it tastes nice, um, nice very taste. nice. Yeah, yeah. What are you drinking, General? Uh, I've got the, uh, the Bent Spoke IPA. Mm, yes, I was looking at that one. Right next to it. Yeah, I was looking at that one. That's a Newstead beer. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Okay, nice. Yep. We did a we did a recording at Newstead Brewery. Um, what, about ten episodes, twelve episodes ago. A, a little while ago. Oh, it was like one. before summer. It would have been about November or, or October 2017. The weather was definitely starting to. It was hot. They had, yeah. they had the um, big fans. The big going. fans yeah. on. Yeah. And what are you drinking, Andy? I'm having a 2016 Mother's Milk Shiraz from the Barossa. Oh yes. I was interested because of the Mother's Milk title, but um, at ten bucks, I didn't have very high hopes. <laughs> but um, is, it, is it okay? It's surprisingly good. Yeah, it's very nice. Bravo. Now our regulars may be wondering why we've got a third person at the table. An imposter. An imposter. No, as a ringer, we're going to be doing this. <laughs> um, actually. The general is a new player to, um, di- is it Diplomacy All Up or is it just variants? Just Diplomacy All Up, I've never played Diplomacy. Oh yeah? Yep. I haven't even played the board game. But you've obviously um, heard about it from Ambi. I have. Uh, a I little have. bit. Um, and you've now um, taken a dive into the deep end. I have. Yep. I'm and two games at the moment. Two games? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And are you enjoying it so far? I am. I am. Yep. I am. It, it's one of those games that I can see. It's you've got to be. I can just see myself being completely ruthless in it. You know, uh, you know, yeah, especially yeah, with yeah. the positioning that I've got. Yep. At the start of in both games, like I've gotten the same position in both games. Um, same country. Same country. Different All, boards, though. Different, different boards. Ooh, and that is interesting. But interesting I, I, I disagree. You're in the same position because one of them is based around. And I'm trying to remember. This isn't an anonymous game, is it? It's a. It's a. Oh, actually, I think one of them is. So you're you are in a um, how do we describe this one? So it's an anonymous game, but I don't really want to give away the, the board. But you have to give away the board. It's it's some it's some variation of, of classic, would you say? 
It's a fog of war, guys. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a fog of war. It's an anonymous fog of war. There's several of them out there. Well, you, it's, it's one of the. It's a popular variant um, for obvious reasons, and that you can't see what's going on happening on the other side of the board. Um, but we won't give it too much away. Um, well, it won't be difficult because the oh, general literally has only just started playing. <laughs> Have you submitted orders? I have submitted my first set of, uh, of orders. So you're still in spring, 1901? Yep. Yep. Uh, and it's already <laughs> it's already causing a bit of uh, angst amongst other people. Why? Well, uh, some are seeing it as hostile. What'd you do? Um, you, I, haven't, you haven't actually moved yet, have you? No, no, I have. Oh, okay. So, I moved... You haven't. Where was it? No, it hasn't happened yet. No, it hasn't happened yet. But they'll soon find you hostile, though. Well, they're, they're already... <laughs> oh, no, they're asking me to hold off the hostilities. Oh, that's a good sign. Usually it's a good sign if they're asking you. That means they're afraid of you, perhaps. Um, or maybe not. Maybe they're um, kind of taunting you into an attack. But how many times would you... I mean, you wouldn't kind of open up a conversation like, fuck you, buddy, what's your intentions? Yeah, well, I, You're always going to say, hey, let's be nice to each other. I think we can, we can always go... This is, this is the thing, I suppose, um, for the general, being a new player and not having much exposure to how diplomacy players normally respond. How are you finding they're currently talking to you? Is it a, is it a, a, a private press? Is it a full press? Is it gunboat? I think actually it's press, that's not gunboat. In terms of... I think it's a public press conversation. It is, yeah, well, everyone's talking... Oh, that's a you're really oh. jumping in on the deep end on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lots yeah. of chatter. And of course, they're all. Yeah, I've got two two countries trying to split a deal with me already, wanting to split the Black Sea. So that's interesting. Um, well, so I, I imagine that's probably a, a quite a strategic place to have. Um, the Black Sea can be quite a strategic location to get control of, depending on what country you are um, in that area absolutely well if you're um, turkey or russia it's pretty important <laughs> absolutely um when i when i first started i um, jumped onto the diplomacyarchives.com oh, okay, and there's some um, there's some strategy articles on each country yep. on the classic board and it talks about various opening types and expectations around um some of the negotiations yep. in that sense um now I, I i've definitely found that very useful um resource. Just yeah. to, just I'm definitely going to have to check that out. But you said also you've been watching a few YouTube videos, is that right, on how to play? Yeah, yeah, I watched one YouTube video and it was actually it was an actual playthrough. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. And this guy was playing from Turkey and was gunning for the Black Sea almost straight away. Like, well, for Turkey, if you think about it, Turkey has um, two supply centres that are adjacent to the Black Sea. Um, so for them... But only it's, they start with an army and a fleet, so you can't really take. You, you've got no guarantee to take the Black Sea. Yeah, but that yeah, that's right. Um, but at the same time, just just visually, it, it, it's a daunting thing to have a Russian fleet sitting there adjacent to two home oh, supply centres. Yeah, because you're yeah. thinking because you're just exposed. You're exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whereas the Russian sitting there with one supply centre. And he's got a fleet, so where's that fleet going to go? What's it going to do? Yeah. You know, uh, the whole negotiations, how can you get it out of the Black Sea? Can you get it out into the Mediterranean? Is that a possibility? 
I've seen it happen a couple of times where Russia and Turkey have worked hand in hand and allowed for the Russian ship to get out of the Black Sea through Constantinople without taking it into the Aegean and it basically gives it yeah, think what? about it, it gives it gives Turkey okay. an extra fleet that as, as allies in the south. Yeah, but how often would that happen? Once every never. Once but I've every seen never. it I've seen it happen though. I have seen it happen. Well, I mean, anything is anything's possible, Kana. But look, I think I, I know if I was Turkey, there is no way in the world I would ever entertain such a concept. You know, yes, please come on into Constantinople, and yeah, I'm going to take you on your word. You're going to keep going on. Strange things have happened. I've, I've seen a key Lepanto work. Oh yeah, well, oh, what? Lepanto's all work sometimes. Oh, the, like, yeah, so there's yeah. A, the, <laughs> the general goes, what the fuck, Lepanto? <laughs> um, so Lepanto's an opening that Italy makes. Um, it basically, it, it convoys an army into Tunis at the start of the... Uh, in, in 1991. And that allows it to set up a convoy route through... Um, it would then kind of build a fleet to go into the Ionian, the Ionian in spring and 1992. Yep. No, no, oh, the, the Eastern Aegean. Mediterranean. Eastern Mediterranean. Yeah, then you move yep. to Tunis. Oh, no. And then you can the convoy. The existing Ionian goes to Eastern yeah, Mediterranean then you and then you convoy across. Across to Syria and or Smyrna. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you're kind of creating a southern... Army. Yeah, an attack, attack on Turkey's southern flank. It's um, That's slightly more likely than... Turkey allowing Russia out through the the Bosporus. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen yeah, yeah. Um, but the key. But Lepanto, I have seen it done. Have you seen the key Lepanto work? So what's, I always get confused between there's all these different Lepanto variations. Are okay. you? Um, so I thought the key Lepanto was the main one. No, the Lepanto is the main one. That's the stand. That's the one that goes to Tunis and then across across right. the eastern Midlands and Syria as well. Yeah. Yep. Now the key Lepanto. Just blowing up a standard map here. Yep is where Italy moves Venice to Trieste mm-hmm. and Austria goes, oh, I'm being stabbed, I'm being stabbed. Everyone's thinking that, um, you know... Oh, so he, he pretends he's being stabbed. being stabbed. But then the next season, the Italian army, which is sitting in Trieste, moves to Serbia in autumn, picking up the Serbian supply centre with support from the Austrian army in Budapest. Yes. Okay. So another unlikely opening, but possible. But plausible. Yeah. Plausible. <laughs> and it, what it does do, it allows for um, if Italy and Austria trust each other, yep. it allows for an additional army on Austria's eastern front. Mm-hmm. So. So. Yep. So basically, general, there's a number of these. Uh, when you're playing the classic map, there's these. Uh, what would you call them? Default type. Well, actually, there's all these different names for different types of openings. So we talked about Lepanto, yeah. which is like a southern opening for Italy. There's a... Um, you tend to often have situations where either Russia or Turkey will uh, butt heads intentionally or unintentionally in the Black Sea. So often you'll find um, a situation where those two players will decide to agree to both what's called a bounce. Yep. Where they both set moves to go to the same location, which is automatically a stalemate, which means that you're doing that because no one then can gain traction over the other player. So it, it 
ties up units in the sense that they're not actually taking anything, but it also kind of starts building that degree of trust between players that you can coordinate and work together. Um, but then there's all these other different openings, you know, if you're Germany, you know, there's a sea line if you're going to start attacking England and... Yeah, um, Austria's got the hedgehog and there's... There's uh, also the, well, the Italian ones, that, what, the Tyrolean chicken if you're going to start attacking Munich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they've got nicknames on, on all of these. Was it the Alpine chicken? The Alpine, Alpine chicken, chicken, yeah. So anyway, we're digressing a little bit here, but... Um, so yeah, yeah, let's backpedal. How, yeah. So, starting your experience at Feed Diplomacy, how did you choose your username? Oh, okay, that was hard for me. I um, so straight off the bat, um, Ambie's been asking me for a while to, to jump on diplomacy, and I just haven't found the time. About two I, years I've been bugging you, <laughs> haven't I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I finally took the plunge and, and you know logged in, and I thought, okay, you know this is the kind of strategic and tactical game where. No, I felt like the name counted. Oh yes, yeah. I, I felt like I needed a name. This is going to be. It yeah. texted me, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh yeah, we had a text message about this. You know, I need something that strikes fear. And what was my suggestion? <laughs> I think it was get fucked or no, something like that. Don't fuck with <laughs> me. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought no, no, no. no that might be putting a target on your back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't think of anything. I, I, I struggled. I, I just happened to be reading a book called Hyperion. Uh, which is like a science fiction novel. It's not Stephen Baxter, is it? Uh, Dan Simmons. Dan Simmons. Dan Simmons. Oh, Simmons, yeah. yeah. Um, and there's a character in it called Colonel Fedmon Cassard. Ooh. I thought, oh, the General Cassard sounds pretty cool. I'll, I'll use that. So, but then right. you, you fucked up because you called him a general when yeah, it was actually a colonel. Yeah, he's actually just a colonel. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, God, I've ruined it already. Like, <laughs> not really. It sort of sticks with you. Yeah. Hey, how did you use your name? Ambie? Didn't we talk about this like two or three episodes ago? Oh, but or were you yeah, too drunk just, then? Oh, may have been, yeah. So yeah, so so I don't know if the generals actually listened to any of our previous episodes, but we tend to get a bit plastered and often forget <laughs> what we're talking about. Yeah, especially with a bit of space at the end of it. Um, but no, no. So mine, was, mine obviously is the ambassador, and yep. it was because where I went obviously to diplomacy, and you think, oh well, what's when, who, what, who would get involved in diplomacy? It'll be a diplomat. It'll That's be right. like a, it'll be like the ambassador. I feel like I've heard and the I, story And I put before. it in, and, and it's like, oh, you know, no, congratulations, <laughs> it's yours. It's like, yeah, okay, that's good. Okay, yeah, and okay. I can't really remember. Honestly, I have no recollection how I started being called Andy. From it may have been doctor uh, recommended. It may have been rough house. It may have been reptilian. Someone just started calling me around at the same time and. Yeah, well, everyone calls me Kane. I don't ever get the four oh six at the end. So what? Yeah, because we had this conversation, and you, and, and yeah, you yeah, said yeah. You, you, I thought it was like your your, um, your unit number in the know. in the army or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no. And you said there would be a special prize if someone can work it out. That's right. There would be a special prize. What's the special prize? A uh, special prize is the next time we're in the same game again together, you can take all my home supply centres. Wow. Yep. See, that's an incentive. That, that, that's an incentive. If you get it, you figure it out. And I, I won't, I won't lie on it. You know, you guys. You know, if you legitimately guess why the four zero six is there, I will. Um... You know what we should do? We should have this like as a as a segment. So we'll see what people suggest. Okay. And then we'll kind of comment on that, and maybe you can do hot or cold. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. Okay, or maybe yep, yep. every episode, when no one gets it, you kind of start dropping smaller, smaller hints. 
around it. What do you reckon? Which which option would you feel more comfortable with? Oh, I think I'd be more comfortable with saying it's a hot or cold one if people ask them right in. And, yep. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll be happy to do that. So, here's a lesson for the general. See, know what I gave him there? I gave him an option which is like he's going to give it away at some point of time. It's just Eventually, a case of how yeah. he's going to give it away <laughs> as opposed to just saying, no, 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 fuck you, I'm not going to tell you. And I chose the one that delayed the longest. See? Yeah, but now it's just a matter of when rather than if. Yes. Well, it might take oh, a long oh, time. Yeah, but, you know, it could take a very long time. You know, yeah, I mean, people have been trying to guess the 406 on... Um, at the back of my, na- well, my name for, well, as long as V Diplomacy's been, so, but this is maybe formalising it a bit faster. <laughs> <laughs> so the general asked me about which site to join. Okay. And I did kind of explain to him, look, if you want something that's fast and going to start straight away, go play dip or go web dip. Yes. Um, he was a glutton for punishment, though, and hung out for a few days until two games began on, began on V dip. Yeah, what was the thinking behind that? You what chose V Dip over the other two because it was bully. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I just it was just the first one I went to. Okay. Yep. I, I didn't even check out Web Dip to be honest. I, I just went straight to V Dip and yep. Well, they're cousin sites. Yep. Um, Web Dip's a more vanilla version of the, um, of, the, of, the of the website. He's more the, he's more the accountant of the family. Yeah, well, she keeps it honest. Yeah. She keeps it, you know, ticking along. Not that we're not, well, actually, <laughs> you can't have the word honest and diplomacy in the same sentence, but... <laughs> sure you can. But, yes, I, I suppose we have that, well, not we, V-diplomacy has that deeper level of um, uh, well, it's got a variation. Level of, yeah, variation in the difference. What the V stands for. Yeah, well, that's what it's there for. Um, I've, got to, I've got to make a move here. When's it due? Oh, did it just happen? It's happened. Oh. Cool. So as we've spoken, your first turn's just taken place. And what's happened? Oh, no. Basic newbie move. Uh-oh. He misordered big time. <laughs> Have oh. I misordered though? Yeah, something yes. which I... Um, it's, it's really important to learn early on these sites is that it's really important to open up the big map when you're trying to analyse... I'm going to get another drink. You can't keep talking. ...what's happened. Okay. okay. So here you've moved your army to Sebastopol yep. and bounced because Sebastopol didn't move. So I can only have one army in here at a time, is that correct? You can only have one unit in a territory uh, at any okay. point. So that's now a waste of turn then? Potentially, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, what you're also seeing here is uh, another successful movement here and here so you can see that you're getting um, hang on this one's the anonymous run right yes yep yep um, so I won't go into too much detail about what you're actually visibly seeing but you can see that there's successful movements because there's no cross on yep. those um, those arrow lines yeah, so I can see they've moved into the Black Sea. Yep. So that's a that's a threat now, isn't it? It sure is. Yep. Okay. Now, what's your other game that you play? Okay, so the other game.
hand that I've got. So again, I've got Russia. Okay, um, yep. But it's a different map. Oh yeah, so the variant is different. Yeah, and that kind of threw me because now I'm in a, a situation. Well, let's have a look at your orders and make sure that they're in correctly before the first season turns over. Shall we? Yeah, okay, yep. so so it's a much bigger map. Oh, okay. Which means I've so got to defend both sides now. This is a gunboat game, but it's a... Um, yes, and you're much more centrally located. Yeah, so I am. Is, um, I am. And so yep. I've, I've actually chosen to... I think I chose to hold everything for this first turn. My suggestion would be to move some of the units, because you see here these mutual supply centres. They yeah, actually have okay. units on it which hold themselves. So we're talking about Known World 901. Yep. Um, which means that you need to support yourself into those oh, okay. territories in order to gain them. Okay. So at the moment, you have no units adjacent to uh, territories which you will need to support yourself into to get supply centres and grow. Right. Okay. Yeah. What a revelation this is. Okay, actually I lied. So I've actually taken that and moved it into the sea. Yes. Um, I think my intent was, I didn't realize this was neutral. Okay, so, so one thing you can do, um, if you're unsure what moves you've actually saved, is you can click this preview function here. And what that does is it pulls up a new map showing what orders are served on the server. So right, the server. Right. okay. So, rule number one. Actually, it's not, it's, not a, it's not a guaranteed rule, but chances are you're not going to win unless you take shit. You do, you have to expand. Yeah. Yeah. And the advantage early on in games often is um, how can you probably target neutrals, which there's not an active player. So, like these yellow ones, you know, sorry, you know, beige ones with you know, the little dot in them. Because that's not a real player. So if you take that, you're not going to piss off too many people. Yeah, okay. As opposed to kind of declaring war effectively and moving in on a, a real player who's yeah. going to get the knickers in a knot and come and, you know... Get angry. Get angry with you. Basically. So yeah. um, always a good idea to try to grab those supply centres, which are neutrals first. I suppose when, when, you, when you start, when you're starting up, unless of course yeah. you're going to be really, really ballsy and just stab one from someone from day one. And the only way, of course, on a classic map you do that would Italy. be uh, Venison, um, yeah. uh, Trieste. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now 901 actually has an interactive map feature. So over here, if you hit that one, interactive map, yeah. it will bring up uh, the map, sort of shade it up a little bit, but with the units that you can order highlighted. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Okay. So at the moment you have uh, this fleet right here. Fleet. Hang on, what's going on? <laughs> mm. Could be because it's on an iPhone. How do you finalise your orders? Yeah. Well, I was doing a, doing the drop down. Actually, wait a second. I think you are. Yep, yep, wait a second. Yep, yep. You have finalised, I think. So you need to oh, you know, that put, would be turn yourself yeah. to not ready. 
Yeah, go back to the interactive map. And then go back to the interactive map and see if this works. Alright, let's let's try by tapping on one of those guys. Yeah, okay. Yep. There we go. And it gives you the options of what it can do. So you've got move, you've got support, and you've got support two. Support move, yeah. Yeah, support hold and support move. Yeah, okay. Right? And Z so Z obviously hold and do nothing. My suggestion is if you were to go for this particular territory, you might want to think about moving this guy adjacent to it. Yep. 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 And then in the following year, take it. Now let's have a look. Over here, you've got potentially two units which could maybe take Bulgar. Right? But you'd have to move them to do it. There's other combinations you could do. You could move him to, to there, say. And this guy, uh, this guy here, to there. And him across one. And you might be able to pick up that guy. So you're looking at different combinations of opening up that allow for... Um, Expansion. Which I almost want to do just to shut this guy down because he's already got a fleet there. Yeah, but yeah. he can't do anything with that fleet yet. He can't support himself into this particular territory because he can't move any of his other guys adjacent to it. Yeah, so, okay. as Kane was mentioned, with, with this known World 901 map, you've got the standing armies there. But, like in that other map, which is a classic map, there's no standing army. So, you can just march on in. It just kind of works on the basis that your army is just so strong that just steamrolls yeah. over Serbia or wherever. Um, so, yes, so th in this case here, the, the player in uh, Bison team can't kind of take that one by himself and he really can't support himself because he can't get another fleet up that way. What yep. you could find though is that Kazaria, the orange player, might support, um, might send some, was it Sakul into Sevenuriana and have this unit support it. Which would yeah. then kind of his two units would block your one. Sorry, his two moves would block your one move, and he would get there. So if you move that to that, and then that would make it easy for him to take that. Sorry, take um, Penchanka, unless of course you decide to be an asshole and support Penchanka so that it can't fall, because basically you're propping up a neutral. I like the idea of being an asshole. I think. <laughs> See, I think you've got potential. You say the right things, you just need to be able to execute them. And it takes a while. I mean, honestly, it does take several well, games to get... Even even with, your, even with your, your very first set of moves there, I think I, I've kind of talked about one of my first times I played on this on um, uh, online diplomacy. I can't remember which, which one it was where I fucked up big time by doing pretty much the same. I was like, oh yeah, I'm not going to move into those areas. I'll be nice. <laughs> I was actually very much living up to my name as being like a little peacenik ambassador and um, was like eliminated within about two game years. Oh. <laughs> Dead. Yeah, I mean the classic map I can, I feel like is a little bit easier on me because I, I do have, I don't have to defend this side of Russia. Oh well, no, you, at the moment you don't. Well yeah, you no. do now. <laughs> yeah, yeah I do now. Because, um, because Turkey's this open. Side, because, because of Turkey's opening, um, you'll need to make sure you hold that one. Actually, we can say all this shit now because it's not going to come out for another two weeks and it'll be old news. 
Yeah, that's yep, 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 yep. So yeah, if Moscow support holds Sevastopol, it's not going to fall, even if Black Sea and Armenia attack. Um, that being said, that being said, he can so visibly see that you bounced yourself from Sevastopol. Yeah, but he won't see anything is, else up here. So is this becoming a pincer attack for me? Because yeah, on you. Yeah, on me. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So because I'm getting yeah. yeah. And you can pretty much guarantee that Zami at Constantinople moved to Bulgaria, in which case you're looking at an army fleet army right there. You don't know what Austria's done. Except he didn't move to Galicia, which is a good sign. Or Romania. Oh, Romania, yeah. Yeah, because someone else is in Romania. Or is that neutral? No That's neutral. At the moment, yeah. Just All like right. Norway's, Norway's neutral, Sweden's neutral. Okay, so maybe I should take... I'm wondering now if I should cut my losses and leave Sevastopol. Nah. Oh, I won't take Romania. And take Romania. Okay. So, here's, here, okay, so it's probably a zero-sum game, and I'll explain why. So if you have Moscow support whole Sevastopol, and yeah. he attacks you, then it's nothing changes. If you move Sevastopol to Romania and Moscow to Sevastopol and he still attacks you it'll be this offset so you'll get Romania provided um, Austria doesn't move there and, but you'll lose Sevastopol so I guess you'll be the same but if you go Sevastopol to Romania and he tries Black Sea to Romania he'll bounce you'll bounce each other so um, that would mean that you're so in every single one of those scenarios, you're not going to lose. But I'm not going to win either. But that third scenario means you're going to make sure that at least your enemy doesn't get one up on you. Yeah, okay. I feel like every move I should gain some, at least some sort of territory or something. Otherwise, I'm wasting a move. So that bounce is a major waste for me. Um, yeah, that first move no, that's is, a terrible move. It's terrible. Warsaw yeah. would normally open, I suppose, depends on... These things, um, I, I don't know what about UK or I'd be. If I was Russia and if I was Warsaw, I'd more than likely try to build an alliance with Turkey and attack Austria together. But you can always say just go into Germany or just keep things peaceful and then go for a northern attack in through the Scandinavia and head towards England. What I find interesting is Germany moved to Prussia. Oh, that's a very, and that's a very orthodox move for Germany. Germany doesn't very often do that. No. So. I started chatting and I said to Austria, I'm happy to hold off hostilities for the time being. And he's taking you at the word. And, and then obviously Russia's, maybe not Russia, maybe Germany's thought, well, if he's going to hold off on, sorry, if Russia is not going to attack Austria, it might come my way. Because normally an aggressive Germany, if he had ill intent towards the east, wouldn't just move towards Prussia, he'd also move to Cilicia. To use the two against Warsaw in an order. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that could just be a defensive move where he wasn't really sure about what was going on. That you may be. Because even now, yeah. with a, with an army in Prussia, he can't take Warsaw. Yeah. So it's kind of like, look, hey, wasn't really sure what your intentions were. Just plain safe. I probably should have talked to you beforehand. Sorry, a bit of a fuck up there, but you know these yeah, things happen. Just, but just making hey, sure, you, you know, know, I can't hit you. You can't hit me. Let's just keep it that way. I'll move out. Don't worry, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I've never seen a public press game in fog. It's a pretty fun little combination. Because you can I'm, just 
I'm really liking that it's like I can see everyone talking. I think that's a, that adds to the game. Yeah, it's really really good. So I've made a mistake here, a big one. So I've said to Austria, I'm happy to hold off hostilities, thinking it was Austria that actually said that. It wasn't Austria. It's actually Germany. <laughs> So it's Germany that has said it. The beer's obviously gone straight to my head. Um, so it's Germany that said, anyway, at Russia, would you care to hold off the hostilities? I thought that that was Austria, so it wasn't. So let's, let me just explore with you a couple of uh, neat features that uh, V-Diplomacy has that you may not have known about. Um, if you go up to settings at the top, this will take you to your uh, settings menu. And if you come down to... If you scroll down, here you've got different tabs. You've got general, features, interactive map, and country switch. What you can do down, um, down here is that you can change your, um, your color type if you happen to be color blind. Yep. Uh, you can display um, upcoming live games in your thing, or you can show your move arrows on the game map. Yep. All of that's pretty standard. But what I wanted to show you um, in features I'm pretty sure is you can choose to show the country name in the global map in the global chat okay now we just update that and come back to your uh, your game here now when you're reading the, the global you can see who is actually being sent oh, okay see that's handy yep <laughs> I feel like that should be default. Anyway, that's good. That's a good recommendation, Ollie. It's a fantastic little thing, you know. And so, for, for a long while, it's been like, how do we allow for people who are um, who are colourblind? How do we have it so that they can access it? Or how do we have it so we can even access it for people who are very low in visual seeing? Yeah. To, to actually play this game, and you yep. can actually, you can also. Um, choose to have uh, the display of the names on the country map as well. The ones where, um, I find that distracting to have. Have the names on the country? Yeah. I've never known that. Well, if, if we come back, if we go back, we'll just see. Uh, we need to go back to settings. For sure. Yeah. Go to settings. Oh, settings. Fat finger problem again. Yeah, poofy finger. Uh, features. Yep, now scroll down a bit. Yeah, say, show the country name on the map. Yes. Really? Yep, update it down a bit. There you go. Now let's let's go to your larger game, your, um, your gnome world. Gnome yep. world game. And if you scroll into one of those countries, it should... Do nothing. It's not working for some reason. Why is that? Do you want to go to the, um, the, the fog, fog, fog map? Yep. I've never, I've never seen that. Okay. Is that there? Oh, it's because if you go, you need to actually bring up the big map. Oh, big map. Surely it's got. No. 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 It's broken. Ah, uh, okay, so we just found something that was cool and we've lost something that was cool. Anyway. I'm going to pull it up on my own here. I'll, um, yeah, it could be the phone too. Could, yeah, I'm going to pull it up on the iPad here, just have a look at 
those larger ones. The thing I find interesting is you've already got a, a private message. Oh, do I? Yeah, but I haven't sent you anything. Oh, that better be for me. Really? Yeah, I just sent you one. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. I thought maybe it was the mod saying, Welcome to V Diplomacy. <laughs> oh, Thank it is you very too. much for joining up. It yeah. is too. There we go. Yeah, so I'll just link to you to the, the uh, Diplomacy Archive. Nice. Uh, I'll have to read that. That yeah, would be a good clip. feature. Talking about the Diplomacy Archives. No, 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 no. For the mods to kind of get some little thing saying, hey, someone brand new has signed up, maybe they can kind of automatically be sent something like a private message or something like that by default that says, hey, welcome, blah, blah, blah. This is how we roll. More info here. Check this out. That's a really good idea. You know, if you have questions, access the mod forum. Um, you'll, you can change some settings in the settings menu, like we just spoke about. Um, we have an interactive map feature. If you happen to know someone, let us know in the mod forum, and oh. we can put you in a friendship group. Yeah. So yeah. So we should probably put each other in a friendship group. Okay. I'll do that. I know who you are. <laughs> but we're not in a friendship group. Uh, yeah, we are. Are we? Are we? I don't we know. aren't. We should be. It's a bit yeah. that we haven't actually done that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for the general sake, you can go get another. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get another one. Yep. Um, there's certain things that there's this concept which is what's it called? Um, I've already had two wines and I can't remember half the fucking thing I want to talk about. Uh, I don't know if it's called. It's, it's basically it's meta gaming. So it's the idea of you really you don't want to kind of come into a game with a predestined view and a predestined set of alliances. So it's kind of forbidden that like you and I can go in and go, let's fuck these guys over. There's two of us. There's five oh, of them. Yeah. They kind of haven't got their shit together. We're just going to go hard all the way, team up, and we're never going to stab each other because you know we're friends. Yep. So, so that type of stuff is. Frowned you know, upon. Very frowned upon. Okay. And um, people have been kicked out for doing that. Okay. So that's... No, that's fair. I think I that th- might be metagame. I mean, Kana will know this stuff because I always get mixed up anyway. Yep. So there's that. And then there's like when people deliberately go off and they create fake accounts to try to do exactly the same thing. <laughs> it seems so self-defeating. Like... Well, it is. Well, you're not... Because like, you're not... You're not... Like, you're not winning the game, essentially. You're... You're hacking. You're hacking the game. Well, you're trying to hack the game, but the um, the mods and like Kane is one of the mods. I'm technically a mod, although I don't actually use my mod powers. Um, mods can kind of pick up all sorts of shit when it comes to like you know, um, you know, obviously IP address, yep. when people are connecting, are they in certain games all together with other individuals, and all these type of things. So. It can often get flagged, and then of course people just go, "What's what the fuck's going on here?" I just can't can't seem to break into these guys. Okay. We're well, just talking about meta gaming and, and stuff as a result of that conversation about friends groups and things. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can see how this game is over Yeah, so I can see how that would differ from, say, like the traditional board game where obviously you can't do that. Yeah, you got seven people sitting around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're in a room or in a house together. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What you can do on face-to-face that you can't really do online is to sort of write other people's orders fake. 
put fake orders in. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, so um, general, I'm sure that, uh, that this is what Ambi told me he was going to do. Honest, this is his orders <laughs> right here. <laughs> well, you can't really do that online, obviously. So, in terms of negotiating, so this is something I'm, I'm interested in. I mean, obviously, I can negotiate in here. Yeah, but everyone sees that. Yeah, because yeah. you're in a public press game. So, can I not negotiate privately with someone? Not in this type of game. No, I have to be. So this that's is, hard. This okay. is this is this is what makes variant games a little bit different. There's three different types of communicate. Three, four, four. With um, with um, well, okay. So there's. What's the main one? Just normal, normal <laughs> press. So normal, normal press. press would be you can talk to Ambi by himself. Yeah, he wouldn't know, to, and I wouldn't know. He could talk to me by myself, and Ambi wouldn't know. Yep. Or you can post something in global chat, and then everybody knows. Yeah. And people generally do that, like you know, um, they're going away camping. Uh, can we get an extend? Or press the extend button, you know, to try to get the game extended for four more days. That type of thing. Or if you happen to be stabbed and just need a vent. Yeah, say, you okay. mongrel. Although I could yep. see how that'd be, you could be quite crafty there, so you could say something globally and then private message someone else. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yes, you could, but most people don't do that. No? Uh, so. That seems like a missed opportunity to me. Like, Yeah, well, that just brings into the next one, which is a grey press game, oh, where okay. you can write to anyone on global or privately without them knowing who sent that message. Ooh. Okay. So you can kind of, I could pretend to be you and send a message to him about attacking someone else. But that would be great because there's no way to verify that that was who he said he was. So you could, you could almost pretend to, like you could, so based on your position in the, on the map, you could pretend to be someone else. Someone else. Yeah. Yes. And yes. fully issue orders or fully oh, no, you negotiate. Couldn't, you couldn't, negotiate. No, no, you couldn't yeah. issue the orders. No, for no them, but you but could you negotiate. negotiate and say, "I'll do this. I'll do, you this. do that. I'll hold off hostilities if you move here." Yeah. Now the downside to Grey Press is that if I was playing a game and I got a message from someone Grey Press, I'll go, "Hmm, is that person really who I'm talking to?" I'd only talk to someone who wasn't sending me information in Grey Press. But so, I would use it as an opportunity to send information about an ally who I'd like to go a little less well than I would otherwise. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. So you do know when we're recording and you're pointing, no one can see what you're doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So, so, uh, oh. okay, so, so for instance, uh, so for audio, audio audience's sake, um, uh, let's say I'm allied with Andy. Yep. And he's doing really well out of the alliance. And I don't want to break the alliance because I'm doing pretty well as well. But you're adjacent to Andy. And I might go, oh, General, just so that you know, Andy and I have agreed that he's going to be moving this particular unit in a certain direction. That might be really helpful for him. And I might send that to you in Grey Press because there's no way you can then leak that to Andy and expose me yep. as being the person who leaks that oh, wait, so if you send it in Grey Press, wouldn't I know about it? But you're not going to know who's attacked oh, no, Grey Press. Grey Press, Grey Press, private Grey Press, yes. not... Ah. Yeah, yeah. 
So well, that's brilliant. Jen will just get an email from someone, a message from someone, not yeah. knowing who the fuck it's from. It saying something about Andy. You can take it or leave it. Yeah. That is... Now, that, oh. that, that particular messaging is only available for a classic. It's oh, not available it? for any other. Only classic? Yeah. Oh, okay. Why is that? There's a technical limitation or... Yeah, be. it's because it was a coding workaround to allow that to happen. Can you smell garlic bread? Yeah, I can. It smells good. It smells really good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's grey press. Yeah, grey press. Um, normal, normal press. Normal press. Then there's public press, public press, which is public press, which is what you're in now. You can only post on global. Yeah, only post on global. No one can post privately. And then there's gunboat. Gunboat. You can't post at all. Which so, is what my other game is. Yes. Okay, so that's so, hard. That's really hard because now yeah. I have to essentially let the yes. moves speak for themselves yes oh yeah and you can guarantee that everyone's going to be analyzing that first set of moves to see what direction you might be thinking about going yeah so in that yep. gunboat game i have the option of moving south to try and take one of yep. the, the supply areas in that particular game you have the option of moving south west east and sort of northwest Pull up yes. the map. Yes, yeah. that's right. Um, now, but if I move south, that's going to be an act of hostility. Yeah, but look, and, and stupidity because okay. I get. So you have to get hostile, hostile with someone at some point. Yeah. The trick is to do it in such a way as to not make it obvious to that person that you're going to be hostile to them. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes. And in the first build phase. It's usually a good idea to um, grab as many supply centers as possible. Neutrals. Yep, neutrals, without antagonizing anyone. Yep. Okay, so if you can do that in that way, usually with known world you can pick up, usually up to two. Some countries you can only pick one by yourself. Yeah? Yep. So go for certain, go for supply centers that you know you can get without anyone competing for that makes sense yep and then see what the other players have done in their first turn and go from there and make that choice okay so this is interesting because all, everything up until now that we've spoken about is all early game yes what happens when you get mid game because of this oh, like yeah. so yeah, what game mid game oh yeah so you know Ooh. it's using the good proper good. words yeah well it's the same terminology you'd use in other games so <laughs> 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 so I can see all problem almost straight away in a gunship game because gunboat, yep. sorry gunboat game because sure I could take you know one or maybe if I'm lucky two yes. areas or armies or whatever with on my own uncompleted but what happens after that because okay, then I'm yep. going to be moving into a territory where I'm either going to be spreading myself thin and losing the ability to control the territory that I've got yep or I'm going to have to start forming alliances. Yes. But I can only... I can't message anyone in a gunboat game. That's so right. I don't know where my alliances actually sit. Yes. So I imagine mid-game in gunboat would be actually the hardest part. Um, I agonise the most around the opening of the game. Yeah. And then there's the early game after the opening. So the early game is where you start to come into contact with other players. Now in the early game you might say... Um, Let's say I'm Germany, you're Russia, and Ambi is France. No, uh, England? 
yeah, no, no, make, so. make a friend. No one cares about friends. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're, all, <laughs> we're all in sort of similar neighbourhood. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get yeah. at. Um, in this oh, maybe Austria, Germany, and Russia. I don't know. No, no, no we're, going, we're talking about no, no. Oh, so, so, nine worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're Denmark. Yes. You're Russia. Yes. Okay. And you're Germany. And I'm Germany. Yeah. Okay. So, right. In your opening gambit, you picked up two two supply centres. Yep. General. Um, Ambi's picked up um, two supply centres, and Denmark's picked up one supply centre. Yep. Oh. And we're all in. If he's cheeky, he should be able to pick up that. He should be able to pick up two with Western. No, he needs support to get into that. He can't pick yeah, up two. Yeah, but he's got Jorvik. Yeah, he does. Yeah, let's just say he's trying for a, a low country gambit to start off with. He's that's not the low countries. That's pro- that's Poland. <laughs> this is the low countries. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. So let's say he's going for, you know, a Baltic opening. Yes, good. Right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, all right. Sorry, um, General, we kind of usually... Oh, the, the particulars here are just incredible. <laughs> Bear in mind, I'm looking at this map up <laughs> like a husband and I, you know. I was, yeah. Anyway, so after the initial opening, you are now in direct adjacent contact with myself, Germany, and with Andy, uh, Denmark, all right? One way of showing that you would like to ally with someone and be friends with that someone in a gunboat game is to order support hold. It's also called sending love. Yeah. So that's one way to indicate to someone if you can't communicate yep. verbally or, or by messaging, you can indicate by your action that you're sending, I'll support hold you there, I'm happy with you right there. Yep, okay. Another way of suggesting intention is, let's say I've got Morovia and you're, uh, you're in Bolivia, right? Yep. And you're like, okay, I don't, I, I really want to attack Byzantium with you, mate. I really want to work with you. You might order this particular unit in Bolivia to support Moravia into Onguria. Now so I'm not going to know support move? a support move. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to know that term that that use that as your attention. Yeah. But because I'm looking at the map and thinking every move's important on a gunboat game, I see that you're trying to support me somewhat. Yeah. What's he trying to say? He wants me to move in a certain direction. Right. Yeah. So you see how you can start to communicate a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So we types could, of orders you make. So through a support move, we could either go into Onguria or we could, could actually go north. Yeah. Or you could say, I'm going to support Moravia into Holland. Yep. Because I want you to attack Denmark. I yep. want to attack Denmark as well. I want yep. you to work against Andy. Yeah. So that's how you communicate with the gunboat. That, that being sense. said, what he just said before around you know, sending love and support and everything. He might do that for a while and then he can still fuck you over and, and stab you. Yeah, stab me in the back later on. I was going to get another drink. All right, you guys okay. want some garlic bread? No, I won't. I've just had a stein of beer. It'll soak it all up. No, <laughs> I'm full. I'm full. <laughs> I'm full. Now, when you're, when you're diving into the diplomacy archives, they, they, you know, there's various over, like, medical strategies that you can apply in all variants. And if you kind of imagine um, your expansion, right? If you keep a, str- it's like a, it's like a crab, yeah, like a crab shell. You, the idea is to to keep a solid shell as much as possible, 
because if a player gets behind your expanding line, they get behind that, they can cause massive havoc. Yep. Yeah. Which is um, well, part of the beauty because you do need to have allies or kind of semi-friends throughout the game um, so you can trust that they're going to not attack you whilst you deal with another front. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so I can see how that would be a problem in this game because if I was to say expand that way, yeah. that leaves my back end exposed. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And so, to to um, what these guys, Turan or. Yeah, so they can just come straight through here, yeah. Yeah. grab me from behind. That's right. Um, you're, you're probably hoping that these guys have trouble on their southern frontier and won't worry about you. But you'd never know, so that's why the first opening section is important. And see these, like these countries here, I feel you'd have an easier time. I'd be really worried up here. Like, yeah, there's was, a lot of stuff happening in Europe. Yeah, if I was, you know, UK, France, and what's that? Don't know my countries. It'd be Spain, yeah, here. Spain. Yep. I, I feel like. I almost feel like you couldn't have a negotiation conversation with these guys without having an argument. So you're kind of in a weird position. Yeah, and in a full press game, you'd be getting all sorts of discussion about that. Yeah. What would yeah. happen very early on um, in full press would be that um, two or three of these guys would say, okay, let's work together and get one of, the, one of these people out. Of, out yeah, of so straight off the bat, straight one, off one the of them's got to go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've got to figure out who's got to be and yeah. who makes the best deal and that sort of stuff. Um, but part of that's also visual. You see here, Jorvik is, uh, you know, it's, it's only two territories away from Paris. At the same time, you know, you're, you're, you're still, you're not actually that far away from, say, China. Who's um, one, two, three, four, five, six, oh, you are seven away from Russia. But that's sort of, it's almost a similar distance from Norway through to Spain, visually. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, so if you... Yeah, I almost wish I'd started a game in here, just as a trial by fire. It would be, I mean, you know, being Russia's trial by fire, it's not an easy country. No, no, it isn't, no, it isn't. In fact, none of these countries are easy, in that sense, um, on the known world map. I wouldn't say any country. Sorry, I had my mood wine. I switched up my wine. Oh, bad. what are you drinking now? Oh, it's great. So I've had I've actually been to this this vineyard in um, in South Australia. Where the fuck is it? So it's at the Arenberg. Oh my god! How do you pronounce that? Anthro Anthroponici Epoch Anthropocene. It's the Anthropocene Epoch Minitia. From McLaren Vale. Mentia? Mentia. Mentia. My God, that is... It's nice. You're a red man. I am a red man. Have a... Have a oh, wow, that's actually really... Actually, you're sick. I can't give it to you. No, no, I, I don't want to taste it, but it, it smells awesome. It smells amazing. That's a nice smelling wine. Kind of likes me. Uh, smells me like... It smells me. <laughs> it smells like, like charcuterie or something like that. I wouldn't know anything. I'm a beer insider. Now, talking about um, food, I went up to the barman and I said, oh, I've got this wine, because I saw it before. And um, I said, oh, can we have uh, some of that garlic bread? And he goes, you're the first, fourth person who's come up wanting garlic bread. And we're not <laughs> cooking garlic bread. Oh, for what real? are they cooking? It's a, it's a lamb shank. Oh. oh. 
garlic lamb shank. Yeah. That's a lot of garlic in that lamb shank. Fuck yeah. You've got to like the garlic. So I don't know, do you still want to have something? You want to have a snack or something? What do you... Sure. So there's... There's... Bar snacks. House-made pork scratchings. Isles Lane jerky. There's fries. There's... Halloumi chips and citrus. Octopus chorizo crostini. Uh, lamb, pine nut, sausage rolls, tomato and chilli sauce. And then it starts getting expensive. Oh, lamb lamb belly fritter with sweet and spicy tomato relish. Those fries. That's nice, easy. Can you go fries? Yeah, I'll go fries. Go fries? Fries and aioli, okay. okay. You guys keep talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we've actually gotten to... Um, we've, we've, we've done the... The opening. Yep. We've spoken about the, uh, the, the early game. Yep. Now the mid game's another kettle of fish again. Yeah. Right? So at this stage, your your alliances are more cemented. Yeah. We probably knocked out two or three players, depending on the variant, are no longer in that game. Right. So at that point, um, when you get to that point, it'll be thinking along the lines of, well, how do I position myself? For a run at winning, right? What what strategy do I put in place, and who do I, and how do I talk to my allies in a way that is not going to scare them, and to put units in a way that I'm able to stab them? You know, how do I get position myself for that? that yeah, that, that's a mid game. That's yeah. really a tricky spot. So the tactics change a fair bit, I imagine. For mid game, I mean the overall strategy yeah, might be the yeah, same, yeah, but, yeah, the ta- yeah. but tactically, yeah, I suppose I think the early game is more um, rough and tumble, getting yep. the player out of the game um, and forming alliances. Your mid game is more of a strategic thing, right? You're usually um, in an alliance with another person, yeah, and that other person is also in an alliance with an, uh, 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 a third or four. Yeah, or four. Right, so, so it's more of alliances against alliances at this stage. Yep. So at that point, you'd be working on your opponents, you'd be talking to them and trying to trying to split them up, you know, trying to say, oh, well, come over to our side, our side's better, you know. We, we can yeah, side. and yeah. I, I imagine at this point, if you're looking at alliances, you're probably looking at the composition of your armies and fleets. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, if I'm a lot allied with one person and I've got one fleet and three armies and he's got three fleets and one army yeah I'm you know I'm going to be looking at him and going oh, is this actually what we need you know yeah yeah can I strike a better deal with another yeah, player you know, you know can so I say look you know, I don't think you're going to cut the mustard here like it's uh, all those things you need to look at yeah okay um, yeah particularly in variants uh, of the game which don't allow for transforming of your units. Oh, oh about that. not yet. I didn't and, know and that. No, known world has that <laughs> option, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, scared so. me for a bit there. I was like, because I noticed you, I could convert my ship into a, a fleet. Yeah. I don't in, know if I can convert in, it back. Yeah, you can. Yeah. So in known world you can, but it's in not classic game. Classic, you, you can't. Right. Um, Most so games you generally can't. So you do look at the variant description. Um, all the maps have a variant description 
here in the title. Yep. Which will also so set out the rules for that, that particular game. Which sets out those rules for that particular barrier. Alright, just scroll down a bit. Oh, not that far. <laughs> So this one has, um, it just goes through a list of um, rules which are specific. And they're often um, important, in, well, obviously just, it's important anyway, because certain variants have different peculiarities. Some of, them could be as, some of them could be as simple as, you know, um, some territories can be, uh, you can move both fleets and armies through. So, or land bridges yep. and things like that but then you can have really wacky type of shit with some of the other rules like like rat walls you can move a unit three spaces at once if you want yeah. so, okay. and you know uh, pirates, um, pirates where you've got different levels of strength between units and you've got and a, a hurricane, and a hurricane that, that does things in the Caribbean yeah so I wouldn't recommend doing one that's got <laughs> too many variations to the rules until you get that yeah. right. so grab another beer you game another beer? Cool. Yeah, another storm. Yeah, throw it on the side. I might go the Far out. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's hardcore. <laughs> He's worse than us, Kana. <laughs> Perfect drinker. Oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, boys, an Aussie. Can't get past us drinking. Yes. No, that's right, that's right. Although I reckon some of the Mary guys, New Zealanders, would drink us on the table. I thought you said Mary. Mary. Oh, Mary. Yeah, I reckon they'd drink us on the table. Oh, yeah, well, okay. Maori guys, Tongans, Samoans, yeah, yeah. because they're a much bigger build. Their body can physically absorb more alcohol, just like like you could absorb more than Mrs. Kane. True. Yes. Or me absorb more than Mrs. Ambie, as I found out on the weekend when we kind of went out and had a few drinks. So you, yeah, okay. Hey, I got a joke for you. Oh yeah, great. Yeah, okay. awesome. This is a bad one. Um, how do you get Pikachu onto the bus? You poke him in? Yeah, you poke him on. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, why did the pelican get kicked out of the bar? Why did the pelican get kicked out of the bar? Yeah. Why? Bill was too large. Fuck. <laughs> I've written down these jokes before, but I can't remember now if I should have deleted them or not if I've used them before. Oh, okay, here's the one. Go on. Did I tell you about... I mean, if I, if I have this guy, no, shut the fuck up and tell me this one before. Okay, yeah, yeah. I told you about the fr a friend of mine is moving to Seoul. No. Yeah, she's hoping it's a really good career move. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to leave that one now. And what about the doctor? Sorry, the guy guy goes to the doctor. Okay. I'm pretty sure I've done this one before. Goes guy goes to the doctor says, "Doctor, doctor, all five of my sons want to be valets." Valets. Valets. As in the driver. Yeah. For a car. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the doctor says, "Wow, that's the worst case of Parkinson's disease I've ever heard." <laughs> Talking about parking, what happened to the frog that was illegally parked? Oh, what happened to the frog that was illegally parked? It was towed. <laughs> and I might as well just use the last one up. Alright, wrap it up. Wrap How do you up. make a tissue dance? 
Um, well, how do you make a tissue box? Put a little boogie in it. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome. So we now have fries. That's not bad for 10 bucks. Thank you. Hopefully that tastes all right. And I've used up all my reserve jokes on you, Kana. I did hear another good one, but I forget it now. Um, one of my staff members has started making jokes about me. Making jokes about you? Well, I'm wearing an investor, and she kind of made all these jokes about... Being invested and... Yeah, invested and things, and... She's quite funny, but because she's American, so there's not many Americans in this. Well, actually, I don't know, but you married one. Yeah, I married one of on the team. Um, I find their humour a bit different too. Like, for instance, I was watching a TV show and it was making fun of Halloween. Oh, yeah. Right. I just totally didn't understand it. I did, like, I have no idea. I, I don't get this particular humour based around. Um, Where's the big sign? No, I thought I'd go for the uh, for the stout this time. It's like, how does this taste? By the way, is it like a chocolatey type of stout or? I think it might actually have a hint of chili in it. Oh, really? That's not bad. It's pretty smooth. That's yeah, it is. It's very smooth. You know. That's a nice stout. Yeah. All right. Those are nice chips. Yeah, they are. Oh. Okay. I just move the recording device so we can hear each other. Now. Backstabber features. No, 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 no. That's for the other episode. Oh, that, 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 yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. another thing. We'll have to edit that out. <laughs> no, we don't, we don't do much editing because it's pain in the arm. <laughs> so awesome. we, uh, yeah, I did lost my thought. We were talking about the middle game, weren't we? We were talking, yeah, talking mid-game. Mid-game, mid-game. So we're talking um, composition of units based mm. upon allies. Because mm. I, like, I, I could foresee that being a problem. It's certainly the problem that I saw in the game that I watched on the YouTube walk like playthrough. So this guy, like, he was he was playing against Turkey for the for the Black Sea. They were yep. fighting for each other, but that meant that he essentially got attacked from the top. Yep. Um, so when that's happening, obviously, as as he was Turkey, he no? was Russia. He was Russia. Okay. So obviously. Part of this was all around trying to. I mean, I know. Think about Germany in World War Two. You now want to be fighting a two-front war. Or no. Germany World War One, because you just disperse your concentration of your forces. So that's why it's really, really kind of critical to get your timing right and just pick off one player at a time, and hope to God that the time you don't you, you pick off one player on one flank doesn't mean that the other guy on the other flank decides to, decide to attack you and stab you. Can you imagine this game actually took into account geography and weather? Uh, well, like, can you um, imagine it does to a certain extent. So some games... Some games like, are mountain ranges. Oh, oh in really? Classic, in Classic, for example, um, Switzerland is impassable because of the Alps. So, you can't, so if you're um, France, you can't kind of traverse into Tyrolia and Austria. Yeah, okay. okay. That makes sense. That's actually um, really good. And in uh, other games, like I've just recently played a game, um, like what was it called, Kana? The one on oh no, Edwardian. Oh, yeah. Where yep. it was like Europe and the top half of uh, Africa 
but it also had like you know um, a navigational never sorry navigable navigable. You can kind of take your boats from the Atlantic all the way through to the Indian and up through the um, into the Middle East. Okay, but what it did was it made all of Africa then um, a untraversable territory because of jungles and deserts and yep. shit. Um, other maps do the same thing with mountain ranges as well. Rinascimento has got the um, Rinascimento. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that run up there. Yeah. Um, this is like a, an Italian Renaissance variant. And you know how there's like a um, the spine of Italy, the, the mountains that go down the, the middle of that? So there's certain areas, there's like passes, mountain passes that you can traverse across, but others you can't. So, so geography does come into play in a number of games in, in that way. Um, you also have rivers are often put onto a map as to say there's a barrier here, you can't move over it. Yep. Um, although depending on the barrier information, you can say, oh, it's just there, so you can sail a boat up and down. Yep. And so you know, that sort of stuff. Oh, that's um, incredible. Can I just show you another feature which is um, totally worthwhile to know how to do? Yep. Um, so, for instance, you're playing, um, so you, like you're, you're playing a known world map. Right? Yep. If you go to um, the variant information of that map, yep, it'll bring up the, the variant information. Now, just underneath the map, if you tap the uh, the finished button, so it's going to pull up all the games of this variant of this map that's been finished. Okay, and you can look to see. Uh, so that's that's been drawn. Um, past games which have been won or have been drawn or where your <coughs> your country that you've been playing has done okay in, right? So in this particular game it's been um, four people finished but one person won. Spain. Might not, Spain won it. Um, oh, it might not fun. be a good one to look at. This one is good. Four players were in it. One of those players was Russia. This yeah. is finished, right? So if you you then go to... Whoa, 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 whoa. What are you doing here, Connor? We're looking at past games here, Andy, yeah. so that as, as a way so that um, the general can have a look at past games and sort of think, okay, well, what strategy worked for my country in the past? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah? That's actually that's, that's something we've never talked about before. That I don't know, how often do you use that as, a, as a, an approach? Oh, if I'm approaching a new variant, which I know has been played quite a few times yep. already, like for instance the Edwardian variant, yep. I haven't played that yet. Yep. But when I do play that game, when I eventually sign up to play that variant, I will probably look at past games and think, okay, well, what, what See, happened? I do, I do that occasionally, but I thought no one else did that, so I kind of kept it as my secret source. Oh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people do that, Andy. A lot of people do that. And often it pays off for me, but other times it just doesn't. <laughs> So this here, what, what it brings up is the final state of play, what the final board looks like. You see India's pretty huge in it, but Russia's got a significant section. Yeah, this is the map. Um, down here, these, these, these arrow buttons um, will show you uh, the, moves. the move. So if you go to the first move, pre-game, what happens in spring 1901? This is how that particular player, who survived, opened up in the first team. Oh, and we've got the country labels. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, I 
Okay, so they, do, they pretty much do what I did. Oh, what you're well, planning on doing? You haven't saved it yet, so yes. So yeah, that's that's a common. I mean, I'm I, I, I sometimes will look at that for that's ideas. A good tactic. Yeah. Because sometimes you go three quarters of the times that a country actually wins the game, they have a common strategy for us opening. So that's not a bad thing to go by. Now it yep. obviously comes down to then whether all the other players do what you hope they will do. Yeah. And um, you obviously if it's a, if there's some comms involved and try to encourage that as much as possible. Sometimes I double think it though, Andy, like I open up a game and I think, oh yeah, this country's done really well playing in this in this strategy. Oh, I'm sure that the other players have also looked at this game, uh, therefore they're going to open up differently and I'm going to screw myself by opening up in this way. Well, that was exactly what happened. Like, remember when, when 1066 first came out? And at the very beginning, the Normans would just wipe the board over and over and over again until someone kind of worked out, okay, they always keep following a common strategy, so the other posing players then adopted a totally different gameplay to the way that the English, for example, would always yep. play. Yep. And just turn the tie totally. Um, we've got the country names on, but then you can go, okay, well, he opened up like that. Let's go to the next season, go to autumn. And you can also just get this um, as like an archive of all the maps on a single page if you want to just kind of go through them all on one page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or all the orders in um, written format all on one page. Which is kind of useful. You can see that he took Escalade with a flea. As opposed to moving, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah okay. getting this, getting oh. how that, that that's that a works. that's a really good this thing is to new players. And so, like, I can see here that you know they move from Smolensk and Kiev into yeah, and they built there. They, yep. and so they pinted that country right there because yep, they yep, could. Yep. yep. So they use that as one of their opening. Yeah. Yep. Now, can I use that map as an example of just something just to be mindful of as a new player? Because it actually took me. To be honest, 12, 18 months until actually I worked this shit out. Okay, it took me yeah. that long. Yep, yep. And we'll use the example here of this, I know, we'll, maybe we'll create a link in the game, where we've got a, a known world game, and it's a Russian move against Mazovia. Yep, from, he was neutral. Yep, from Dregovnitsia as the, as the actual attacking unit. And Volurinia as the uh, supporting unit. Meanwhile, there were German units in Polonia and Slavonia. Now, in that particular unit, that particular turn, the Germans moved Slavonia up to Moravia with Polonia's support. Okay, but if hypothetically Polonia decided to attack or what we call tap. Masovia. Uh, no, Vol Volnia, and in fact, it was Dragovich, Dra and it was these sets of moves. Dragovich moving to there, it oh, would not have worked. Cutting support. Cutting support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this would have bounced. It would yeah. have just mean that it this guy wouldn't have got in, but it would have moved, worked if if you were sorry if Polonia attacked Volichnia, but Volichnia moved to Masaria with Dragovich support. Okay, so let me just reiterate this hypothetically. So. Polania moves into Volania. Yep. Volania. Yep. The Russian troop that moved from Kiev to Volania. No, 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 about Kiev. Well, they moved from there, though. Well, ages ago. No, no, but this is only the first turn. So if 
if this if this person's moved from here to here and this person's moved from here to here, oh, yeah. that bounces. That bounces. That's right. Right. So all of a sudden, there's no support for Russia in Valenia. Support's been cut. Support's been cut, which means the army from Smolensk in Drago- well from going this way to yep. the, going it's, it's just one on one at that point. Yeah, essentially that's what what happens. Yeah. yeah okay. I'm, um, I'm I'm just going through a, a game here just to see if there's a visual of what it looks like. That's what I need. This shit normally at work. Yeah, I do actually. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like an endless bucket. It does. It's not bad for ten bucks. That's almost not as good as the KFC two dollar deal at the moment for cut for chips. <laughs> Is that, what, is that what else you eat after work? No, just on weekends. <laughs> you sit around, keep driving through, keep getting $2 buckets of chips. We've all been there. Is <laughs> <laughs> that cutting the support? Oh. It's not cut of support, but this is a prime example of what Ambi was talking about earlier by countries supporting a neutral army. So down here in Africa, you've got um, Kodogo moving to Canem to try and take it. By. So that's actually three against that one unit. But because Asod and Daju were both supporting holding it, that doesn't succeed. For them to do that, they must have been able to see this though. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, they yeah, know yeah. that this guy wants to take Canem, yeah, yeah. so they're preventing him from doing so it. So it's, it's a case of a bit of a bet. And no, it's actually the other way around. On this side, on the east coast of Africa, Oxum, who is Moreau, is holding Macaroon, whilst Al Kayati is holding Macaroon as well. So neither of them trust each other on that one. Anyway, um, I'm still looking for one that has cut support. It's a nasty, nasty game. It is a nasty. It is. It is a nasty, nasty game. I can just. Yeah. Friendships must be broken. Like, a... yeah. well, I don't think Payne oh. talks to his brother anymore. <laughs> <laughs> My brother refused to talk to me for a long while after that one. Um, I mean, my brothers and I used to play Risk a lot <laughs> when we were kids, but this this feels like Risk for grown-ups. This just feels like Risk, you know, Risk's older brother that's more distinguished and drinks scotch. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good way of putting it, <laughs> actually. All right, here's an example here. This is a complicated little scenario. What I'll do is I'll take a snapshot of this. Maybe we should have taken snapshots of the other shit too. Well, we should have. We're using this one anyway. Um, what happens here is that you've got um, Samarkand moving to here, right? But you've got to cut support right there. That's because Tibet has moved to Sogdia, cutting that move. Yeah? So okay, so, okay, so so, so, so the, this, this is a a, a, a Barney over ter, between Tehran and India yes. over the Himalayan right, region. Oh right, okay, yeah. okay. Sorry, yeah. that, that's what I was missing. Okay, so Samarkand has has decided that they're gonna they're gonna come in, well, and then Tibet has here? actually gone. Nah, nah, that's not gonna happen. India is attacking Tehran, and Tehran's going. Okay, well, I'm going to try and get some units around behind on. India's eastern front to in order to um, get rid of it, right? Because obviously this front here is not working. Yep. 
he's moved an army from Uruguistan to Chechenega, but he wanted to keep that safe. He really wanted to have Samarkand behind him, to have an army here and an army here. Yeah, okay. What India's done is India's moved Tibet to Sogdia, cutting that support, and moved um, Chang'an uh, through to Uguristan, right? Now, because that unit, Tibet, has cut that support, we get one against one. Nothing happens. Bounce. Yeah, because that support has been cut. That's actually genius. Yeah, beautifully elegant, this game is. That, that, yeah. that is such a brilliant move. So, I mean, it's almost a two-pronged attack because not only have they cut the support, but they've actually stopped them from moving into Afghanistan anyway. Exactly. So that's that is open just... and that protects them. Yep. So and that's... Um... No wonder Ambi loves this game. <laughs> <laughs> and look, there's other things as well which just get really, really, really... No, fuck. Cancel. Um, really messy. I'm just trying to think painter around... Um, Okay, I think I've I think I've lost the iPad thing on that. Can you bring up the divided states game? That uh, let's see, which, I can't remember if you're in the divided states game that I'm presently in or not. Um, I actually am. But um, which, which which one? Ones? Well, there's one where there's like this massive. I'm sure just talking to the general about stalemate lines and about this is your one with um, maybe the one that I'm kind of on, on my way out the the back door of. Okay. Yep. I you know, know the one. I know the one. Right, let's see if I, can't I think it's it a, uh, a gunboat divided states game. I am. Yeah. See, it's tricky because we, we, we want to talk about these things, but this one's. Um, is it an anonymous, anonymous game? So I, I can't I talk know. about it on tape because then people will know what I'm playing and that gives away the rules. Yep. So I've been very, very coy about trying to describe about what's going on. Uh, this is the one. But I think I'm going to say I'm on the way out. You're on the way out. You're doing so well on that one. Yeah, but I got over oh man but you had this whole strategy about i did i had a one i had a wonderful strategy about being best mates with everybody except the one obviously i was at war with and then almost simultaneously i had two of my no, three three of my allies attacked me all within the same one or two turns that is fantastical no I, that's I, not that's not the one you're in no no, 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 no. no yeah, yeah yeah that's the one this is it I think. Yeah, that's it. That's what I mean. I mean, that's totally destroyed. Oh, wet. No way. I don't even recognise your position. That's right. That is so good. Oh, okay. Talk, talk, talk. No, 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 no. We won't talk about this yep. one, but what I was going to talk about was this concept of stalemate lines. See how you get these areas which are like all these hold, 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 hold everywhere. These green lines everywhere. Yeah, okay. Because you get to a stage where these alliances are. Okay, so let's. Let's, you know, safeguard, lock down the borders in such a way that people can't break through. So Where is, is this America? Yeah, this is what this is a map, this is a game called the Divide the Divided States of America. Jesus, this is, look how complicated this is. Yeah, yeah, this go is back a, to the first do, do the difference. Yeah, well, well. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah. this is this is called Divided States. This is a fifty player game. Oh my god. Where every single state is its own country. 50 players, yeah. And then you're, on top of that, That's you've ridiculous. also got neutral Canada and neutral Mexico and other neutral shit to grab. But, um, 
Yes, it is a ridiculous game. You're absolutely so, Okay, correct. so how long does a, a divided stage game typically take? Well, they've only started... I don't think so. Oh, no, no, because one got cancelled. One got cancelled. When did it start? About four or five months ago? Yeah, so this was released... Um, four months ago? About, about a half a year ago. Yeah. So what happens at this site? You know, you get new variants every so often. Yeah, okay. So, um, we go through cycles. Techno star. Yeah, we're, we're in a, um, a, a very friendly cycle at the moment. Yeah, we're getting a lot of new variants coming through, so that's cool. So who generates these variants? Dickheads. Um, enthusiasts. <laughs> I love how one's the diplomat and one... <laughs> I, say, I say dickheads because both Kana and I have kind of created at least about 10 different variants between ourselves. Actually, no, I've only done about half a dozen. You've done probably about 10 or a dozen, haven't you? Yeah, but you see, I've, I've more ported variants across. You've actually made variants. Yeah, that's true. Just pulling up your, your one here. I can Fine. see uh, many, many hours of my life being sucked into this game. Oh, it's a rabbit hole, man. I, I feel like it's yeah. the beginning of the end. My wife is never going to like me again. In fact, we, um, <laughs> in fact, we, we just were, had, had, well, I was hoping to be a part of that interview. Um, we, 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 but, but Ambi ended up taking it because my computer decided to do an update at the wrong moment. Um, but we just spoke to a guy from um, America, Chris Miles. Oh, um, yeah, oh, so yeah, I was telling the general on the way yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. you were telling me. Um, and it's a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've got people... <laughs> I mentioned to him, travelling around said, the world. there's a world dip con? <laughs> I, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, no, surely not. There is. Yes. yes. Yeah, it's even got its own Wikipedia page. must be real. Well, yeah, it must be real. <laughs> If I was in Washington, I'd go. Absolutely. If I was in North America, I'd go. It's just so long to get anywhere from Australia. Yeah. So, are we done on this one, you reckon, Kane? Do you reckon this is a wrap for this episode? Oh, I think so. I think so. Yep. Have you picked up a few hints? I have. I do have a question. I have one question. Okay, yep. As someone who has never listened to a uh, diplomacy podcast, yep. do you do a session where you analyse a tactic or you analyse a piece of gameplay... Like you just showed me before, where you're like, this is a really good piece of game. Uh, look, we have elements of it. Yeah? Um, it, it crops up occasionally um, throughout the episodes. Mm. I feel like uh, like one every four podcasts, that's a good idea. Like you could go, okay, look, this is game of the month where we're just... Oh, yeah, yeah. We often will go into, we'll talk about our games and yep. what's going on, All where right. we can. Um, I'll be honest. For example, if, if we were just playing classic non-stop all the time, you can kind of get into and spend probably a whole interview around the, the Lepanto, the Alpine the Chicken, the... We didn't even talk about the Juggernaut. Um, yeah, all, which all, is a, all of these, yeah. <laughs> Juggernaut's where... I like Russia, that name already. Russia and Turkey ally and just steamroll from east to west. I'm going to do that in my games right now. It can be if if, if, if <laughs> Turkey and Russia can actually work together, it's extremely powerful. It can be very powerful, yeah. Because you're both controlling the side of the board, so you don't have to worry about defending on the, on your flanks. The downside to it is quite a known strategy. Stabbing so, <laughs> and stabbing's a downside, yeah. Yep. So um, if we were just talking classic, it would be easier. But because we tend to talk about a lot of different variants and just just general diplomacy shit. 
sort of start from the point of view that most people have a general understanding of the game yeah. and have an interest and want to you know, hear what's out there and what's going on around the place. Um, but we do, we do, we do talk about around certain strategic spots. Yeah. Nice. But if you'd like to hear more of it, we are more than happy to... So you can go to diplomacygames.com or go to iTunes and subscribe or Stitcher or Google Play or other podcast thingies. Yep. Other fine podcast supplies. To learn all I need to know about diplomacy. Yep. If you think that the audio is shit, you can kind of donate to our Patreon page. You have a Patreon. We have a Patreon page, so we can try to upgrade our audio equipment. Or, as some people have suggested, they'll pay for us to get plastered. Really? Because, yeah, yeah. They'd us. actually yeah. rather us to get more plastered than better audio. <laughs> 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 Who are these people? How do I become friends with them? Like, <laughs> oh, you'll meet them. They're, at the, they're, they're you know, part of the community that you're, uh, you're joining. And I still haven't got around to doing the Amazon affiliate thing yet. It'll happen. Yeah. Alright, so we can get kicked back on that one too, so we can get some more drinks or better audio. I'm Kana. Oh, I'm Ambi. I'm the General. Cheers. Cheers. Um, we're back for just a minor addendum, I guess, for uh, this episode. We were just talking off, off mic with the General, and you were talking around that whole concept of why your initial opening was... Moscow to Sevastopol, Sevastopol not moving. Because of your not playing diplomacy before, and please me, please correct me, correct? Please correct me, correct. <laughs> General, please correct me if I'm wrong, but that had a lot to do with the fact that your previous gameplay and understanding the way risk worked versus diplomacy. That, yeah, that's correct. So um, not knowing that I could only have one unit per territory in diplomacy... My whole plan was to stack the area. I can't even remember the name of the area. Sevastopol. Yeah, Sevastopol. Don't worry, my you'll get used to this shit. <laughs> so my whole plan was to stack Sevastopol with multiple units so I could take the entire Black Sea region and uh, then move west and outwards. Yep. Um, and, and then basically conquer from there yeah so not knowing that that wasn't the case that the, that to me was a disadvantage so and look that's that's perfectly fine i suppose as, as a newbie not knowing that type of shit it's a steep but learning curve it, it is a very steep, steep, steep learning curve, curve. Yeah, steep yeah. Learning. and, and you, you will most like and i'm not i'm being nice about it but you're likely going you're to not lose being nice first few games that you play it's likely going to happen. Well, you might Given that my first move has just bounced, I imagine... Well, that, that one, you're, yeah, yeah, you're, <laughs> I'm going to lose that one. But, but the thing about that one, don't forget, that's, that is a, a fog of war one, okay? So the only one who really knows that you've fucked up is Turkey. Germany, yeah. this might go, okay, so, you know, you wanted to kind of keep the peace. I've only moved one unit point. on your border, so you haven't moved my way, so we're cool. He doesn't know that you're, you know newbie and the other likely area that you're likely to come into conflict with theoretically would be England over Scandinavia because normally they can oh yeah okay so yeah. so most 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 people would open with their because you open with a, a fleet in St. Petersburg in the south yep and a lot of times people will go St. Petersburg to Gulf of Bithynia and then over to Sweden okay yes whilst England often will open with 
London or Edinburgh into the North Sea. Actually, often London to North Sea, Edinburgh to Norwegian Sea to guarantee that. Because um, uh, actually, no, that, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, often often England will have an opening move to take Norway. Yep. Okay. So you end up, and Germany, if they're being aggressive, will move from Kiel up to Denmark in spring, and Denmark sometimes into Sweden in uh, autumn. And then take the east. Yes. And doing that also bounces Russia coming in from the east into Gothenburg in spring and then trying to take Sweden. Oh, so that's that way, tricky. So that yeah. way Germany gets a build in Denmark but stops you from getting Sweden. Oof. That is rough. Welcome to diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I, I'm trying to think about how I would react in a situation like that because if England's gone you know north east yeah through Scandinavia what's Germany doing while I'm moving west well the fact that Germany has only moved one unit your way makes me think okay he's probably done the standard move and taken Denmark but then he'll also do the standard move and usually move Munich to Ruhr and then Ruhr would usually move to Belgium and, no, 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 sorry, Holland, whilst France takes up and moves Belgium. Yep. yep. There's all these standard moves that people usually open with, but um, it can be all over the shop. So you're I've right got, now? I've got so much to learn. It's not funny. <laughs> I feel like I need to go read a tome or something. I feel like I need There's to go a read... Book. Is it called Sun Tzu's Art of War? Like, I feel like oh. I need to read that. <laughs> We talked about this. Actually, there's a book that's available, but it's um, a book that's like out of print. So it's all around diplomacy openings, and it's apparently very, very good. But it's like it's 120 bucks used on e- not maybe Amazon or something. Oh my god! That was nothing. We we had a Karen uh, and I had an episode uh, 18 months ago. It was around the time that the original board that was developed by the guy who created diplomacy. He died, and his estate sold it off, and all that type of shit. And it was like went in the thousands of dollars. That is crazy, and well, now it's you know an online phenomenon. And I noticed too, there's like you know, there's multiple sites that do yeah. diplomacy. Like there's like like I, I saw one forum where they had something like eight different websites that allowed you to play diplomacy online. And then there's also like there's like uh, different language versions. So there's like an Italian version, there's a Russian version. There was a Spanish version that went defunct, but you know. <laughs> and then Kane has recently been playing a, uh, a an app, which is actually a, a, a guys from France. So mostly really? French players on that one. I have to check the app out. Although yeah. I do I do like the interface of V diplomacy. Yeah. Anyway, Kane is back after uh, watering the horses, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a uh, quick cigarette. So. Oh, a sneaky cigarette. Sneaky smoke. Yep. Because you can't drink in bars in Australia. I don't know if they have smoking just out there. Yeah. Anyway. So we're going to do a, a second wrap now? Yeah, we need to do um, one for the, um, the interview. What one? Oh, okay. Second. <laughs> My fault. Okay. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.